Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, friends. Welcome back to another episode of r slash pro revenge. In this episode, there's two stories, with the second one being pretty long, so buckle up for it. The first story is a battle between two neighbors, and the second story involves trespassers on someone's land, and the revenge is too sweet. I hope you stay for the stories today, and subscribe for future videos. This one's titled, Piss Me Off? Have Fun With SWAT. This happened about a year ago. I had just returned from a business trip to the frozen north, Canada, of which I had been gone for about 8 months. During this time, my wife had kept me apprised of everything going on in the neighborhood, as well as her suspicion that our new neighbors behind us were druggies. Since I'm all about keeping my family safe, I install security cameras all around the inside and outside of my house. Most of my neighbors were perfectly fine with the cameras, and a few asked if I could help set theirs up if they bought them. Their neighbors behind us, however, were not pleased. He waited until I was heading out to my car and confronted me, demanding that I take them down. He said, Hey, take those cameras down. I don't need no one knowing my shit. I replied, No, they're watching my property. They aren't watching you at all. He then threatens me and says if I don't take them down, he will. I fired back and said, If I ever see you on my property, you'll leave in a body bag. At this point, I know my wife's suspicions were well-founded. I watched the camera feeds and started noting that he had a lot of quick visitors around 3 in the morning. Cars would pull up to the front of my driveway, he'd meet them, exchanges were made, and the cars would leave. Not too long after, I got a motion alert on two of my cameras and my dog started going nuts. I saw my front door handle move, it's go time. I grabbed my shotgun and rushed to the door, but as soon as I tried opening it, my beagle tried bolting outside, howling at the trespassers. Unable to deal with him and properly hold a 12 gauge, I opt to keep my dog and yelled at the two men standing there to get off my property. That night, my motorcycle was stolen, they broke the locks off, and every camera on the ground floor was now pointing in a different direction. I checked the footage and watched as my neighbor walked up to each camera and hit them. I was done being a bystander. I contacted the police, but even with security footage, they claimed there was nothing they could do. I was furious. I knew who did it, had the proof, and there was nothing I could do about it. Yet. For the next couple of days, I studied municipal and building codes. I started filing report after report on my neighbor. Broken down cars in the yard. That's a violation. Broken gutters hanging off the roof. That's a violation. Barking dogs after 10pm. That's a violation. I nickel and dimed them for anything I could, hoping to goad them into doing something. I put tainted gas in a gas can on the back of my jeep, which was unsurprisingly stolen, and suddenly, their dirt bike engine blew up the next night. He confronted me again, threatening that if the complaints didn't stop, he couldn't guarantee my dogs or my wife would be safe. 
Heated words were exchanged, he stormed up to me, and the encounter ended with weapons drawn, and both of us going back inside of our homes. Finally, the coup de grace. Remember the security footage of my neighbor's late night visitors? I filed a report with the counter-narcotics division and included everything. License plate numbers, car models, and colors. All the information I'd gathered in the past few months. They got enough security footage for a search warrant, and the other evidence made sure that it wasn't a friendly visit. I got to watch the security cameras as SWAT descended on the house, and I got to see my neighbor and everyone else let out in handcuffs. I later found out that the dogs I'd called about were being bred and used as bait dogs. The police confiscated a small arsenal of weapons and enough narcotics that those guys won't be out of jail until I'm retired. This one's titled, Get Off My Damn Land! Some background. I live in a small town in the Midwest. People keep to themselves and it's quite rare to have any spats with locals. The only instances of confrontation that come to mind are people not from my county or state. I should also note that there's a university not far from my land, so it's not uncommon to see non-locals. Generally, they keep to themselves and stay clear of the locals. That is until two assholes from the university came to visit. I would describe myself as an outdoorsman. I love to fish, hunt, camp, hike, etc. So it follows that I do some of those activities on my land. I have a permanent duck blind on one pond and a deer stand adjacent to my forest, both somewhat visible from the road. There's heaps of farmland around my area, not much public land to recreate with. It was late September, early October, and I was out scouting for waterfowl on one of my ponds. When I came up to the property, I noticed a Subaru Outback parked off the side of the road onto my land. If I'd recognized the vehicle, it would have not raised alarm, but I didn't, and the Outback had California plates. I stepped out of the vehicle to investigate. It was vacant. Then I smelled it. Smoke. Something was burning, and it was coming from my forest. I grabbed a shovel and ran towards it. When I got to my forest, I could also hear some shitty music playing. And there I saw the two assholes. They had pitched a tent and had a campfire roaring. I was left speechless. How could these guys have the gall to trespass? I approached them, and none of them noticed. I turned off their music, and they looked at me in disbelief. There was silence, and then they spoke. Guy number one said, Hey man, why'd you do that? You really killed our vibe. The second one chimed in and said, Yeah dude, get lost. I told them to please vacate ASAP, to which they said, Why? I told them this is private land, and they need permission from the landowner to be here. Guy number two says, Are you the owner? Can we have permission? I told them no, that I use this land for hunting, and it's my land, and I say no. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. 
LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This must have gotten through their stoned minds as they packed up and I escorted them off my land. Before they left, asshole one remarks, We will return and we will stop your senseless hunting. I laughed told them to have a good day and assess the damage they'd done. These assholes cut down several trees. Why they did not use the dead ones, I have no idea. I found empty beer cans and a single roach on a tree stump. I detest drug use, and the roach really pissed me off. And what they had said about earlier about coming back and off-roading sparked an idea in my brain. I knew what area he was referring to. My buds and I have off-roaded there before so I prepared the area for the guys. I wanted to plant prairie native grass where we were off-roaded, so I staked about 200 meters of barbed wire where I intended to plant the grass at a later time. I pretty much left it at that, and the next few weeks were uneventful. It was late October, and I was out hunting one afternoon. Then, we heard loud music from an oncoming car. It was the assholes. I watched as they drove through my land and headed for the off-roading area. I told my buddies about the grass project, and we all began laughing when they entered the barbed wire area. It should also be noted that their music scared the geese away. A minute or so passed, and we couldn't hear the engine running. We left to investigate. What we came up on was a thing of beauty. Most, if not all the barbed wire was gone, mangled in the Subaru's axles. They're both freaking out and assessing the damage. When we came up on them, they started yelling at me, saying they'd sue me for damaging the vehicle. I laughed and told them to get off my damn land before I call law enforcement. He laughed and said that I should. I did, two to be exact. I called our local conservation officer and the sheriff. I told the sheriff that I had trespassers that refused to leave, and I told the conservation officer that I had non-hunters harassing hunters and wild game. After hearing that, he told me he'd be there within the hour. Ten minutes passed and the sheriff shows up. I let the assholes explain themselves. They lied and said that I'd given them permission to be on the land and I destroyed the car. The sheriff looks at them and then asks me, do they have permission? I said no and that I suspect they're under the influence of something as no logical person would drive through barbed wire. The sheriff asked why I thought that. I said last time they trespassed, they left empties and a roach. His eyes gleamed and he told the two assholes to empty their pockets and that he would search the car. What happened next was hilarious. There was nothing in the car, they had nothing in their pockets, but one guy started crying. He had weed on him. So in addition to trespassing, one was cited for possessing illegal drugs. The sheriff then told the two that they had to figure out how to get their vehicle off my land. He offered to give them both a ride back to the university so they could sort it out. Then the conservation officer arrives at the perfect time. I told them they had trespassed and in doing so, harassed hunters. Hunter harassment laws are open to interpretation in my states, but given the situation, the conservation officer issued both of them three tickets for harassing hunters. That's a misdemeanor and over $5,000 in fines. I also mentioned that they cut down trees on my land, so they're charged with destruction of property. 
We're laughing our asses off as the sheriff takes them away. I didn't hear from the assholes for a few days, and then I got a letter in the mail. It was from guy number one. He was asking for written permission to get his vehicle from my land. He gave me his number to contact him so we could sort it out, and the call went something like this. I read you want permission to retrieve your vehicle from my land. Permission denied. You can have someone on your behalf to retrieve it for you. There is a towing service you can call, and you're not allowed to set foot on my land. Have a nice day. The next day, I get a call from the towing service, asking if they can go back and retrieve the Subaru. I say yes, but that asshole one cannot set foot on my land. He agrees, and I take him to where the mangled Subaru is. It took about two hours for him to pull the Subaru out from the barbed wire bed. This made asshole one quite mad. He told the driver to hurry up, which pissed him off. When they got the Subaru to the road, asshole one started cussing him out. Here's where it gets better. The driver told him, You know what? I won't charge you for this. He detached the Subaru, left it on the road, and drove off. At this point, I'm laughing like a madman. His car turned on, but wouldn't budge due to the barbed wire wrapping around the wheels. He was getting really flustered and had a meltdown, and he called his friend to pick him up. I stayed there to make sure they didn't do anything else. As he was leaving, asshole one spat on my car. They left the Subaru on the road. When they were gone, I called law enforcement one last time, and I said someone was illegally parked on the road. I gave them the location, and within a few hours later, they were towing the idiot's car away. I never heard from the assholes again. Do not fuck with a man's land. Hey friends, I hope you enjoyed the stories in this episode. If you aren't subscribed, hit that subscribe button and turn on notifications so you don't miss future stories. See you guys in the next one. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.